0: Welcome to I Speak Human, a podcast about navigating the human experience by way of the stars. I'm your host, intuitive astrologer, Akashic record reader, and fellow human, Victoria Greer-Stevens. Join me each week as we look to the stars to answer life's big questions. Who are we? Where are we going? And why are we here? This is this I Speak Human. I speak human. I'm your host, Victoria Greer Stevens. I'm an astrologer, Akashic Records reader, and most importantly, fellow human. And I am so flipping excited to be back with you guys. If you have been listening to The Generator Podcast and you observed our eight month long pause, thank you so much for coming back and listening to this season and really new show. So, if you haven't noticed yet, you have a different graphic, you have a different title. So, the title of the previous podcast was The Generator Podcast. And I had my co host Laura on there. And we, it was, I think, kind of a hodgepodge overview of spirituality. It was super fun. It was about things that light you up. And Then COVID hit. (laughs) And I actually moved in with my partner the same weekend that we, you know, most of society went into lockdown. And that was not planned, or that was planned, by the way. And not that it would matter if it wasn't, but it was. So we were just like in really beautiful timing. And it was right around when Saturn went into Aquarius. (laughs) It was like the day, I think, was the day we were moving. And I'm just going to already astrology nerd out Uh, Aquarius is in my seventh house as well as my partners of partnership of, you know, intimacy of like those one-on-one. So he would be in that place for me. And Saturn went into Aquarius on the day that um, I was planning on moving in. And it was also the weekend that we went into uh, lockdown in my city and So, you know, first couple weeks just getting settled and then honestly, Laura and I just like didn't have the energy to record and I don't mean like the physical energy. I mean, the energetics were just not there and it makes sense for lots of reasons um, that Saturn would go into my sign of partnership, which she would be under that like a, a business partnership and Saturn is a block or a change, or and really um, taking authority. And one thing that I struggle with as a Libra Moon, and also um, a few other few other placements that we won't get into, that make me very partnership oriented. Sometimes I think I need a partner to do things. So I think I need a partner to do a podcast because I can't do it on my own. And it's not like I couldn't do the work um, because I was doing a predominant amount of the work. And I she would say that as well. Um, and it was just because – it wasn't because she wasn't willing. She was. She was absolutely willing. It was just because her skill set wasn't – my, my skill set outweighed her skill set. So I had a background in graphic design. I at least knew a little bit about recording my uh, – partner is an audio engineer and I had also worked for a podcast in the past and so I really knew how to do all of this. And even though, yeah, it was a work in progress and I was but I, I was kind of the mastermind behind a lot of it. And I really enjoyed co-hosting the podcast with Laura. She's an incredible woman. She's really... One thing about her is that she has that Taurus moon. So she's so consistent and stable. Um, and I have a lot of cardinal energy. So I'm always wanting to start something new. And so that made a really beautiful partnership of... Her keeping me, okay, we have to post a podcast every week. And I'm like, oh, but let's go do this thing and let's go do, you know, this thing. And she would keep me on track of like, no, this is our mission. This is our goal. Let's keep moving forward. And I really, really appreciated that. And needed that. And then, you know, as COVID, as time went on this summer, we just continued. I think we tried to record one time and I threw my neck out. There was like another time and like the internet was, oh, the internet kept getting cut off this summer at our house because they were working on it because everybody was at home. So they were trying to update the internet, I guess. Um, And every time we would try to meet, it just, wasn't there, and I don't think we actually ever got on another squad cast meeting, which is where we recorded our podcast. Um, and it just wasn't happening. And then, and she had expressed interest or expressed concern really on the onset of the podcast that maybe this wasn't for her because it was a lot of work, it wasn't necessarily her skill set. And I think ultimately, this was my baby, um, and she was so willing to go along for the ride and support me and help, you know, because I think it was also turned into something she really cared about as well. And I think she did really care about it, but it wasn't, it was my baby. And we both always knew that. And she, you know, expressed at one point that this felt there was a lot going on, or there was a lot that went into it with not a huge payoff, which is true. Um, there is a lot that goes into recording a podcast and there's a lot that goes into the production and the marketing of a podcast that there isn't a lot of payoff, if really any other than, um, you know, reviews and likes and just you guys telling us that it's helping you and that you're enjoying it. That's, that's our payoff. So, you know, I really do appreciate all of the feedback I've gotten along the way, and f- because that—that's our payday. That's 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 why we're doing this right now. Is for you all, and you know, hopefully, at, at the time, that's what we were doing was for you all, um, hoping that that would turn into monetary, you know, compensation at some point. But also, I mean, I understood that that could be a while, just because I understand how this all works, and. Anyway, she had expressed concern that um, she, you know, maybe just didn't know if she had vision for that, and I kind of talked her into it, if I'm being honest, because I'm really good at that. I have my Mercury in Capricorn, <laughs> and it squares my moon, which is in my house of podcast and recording. So I'm really, like, this is a natural for me. She actually has her moon in her third house, too, come to think of it. So she it was also very natural for her, I think, to come on here and record and talk, but this is just – I'm so mercurial. I'm just – I'm chatty. I'm talky. I can explain things. And um, and that's – and I, it doesn't come as naturally to Laura, even though I think she's very gifted at it. Um, but <laughs> the point is I was able to talk her into doing it, uh, sticking around. And then she did, and she put her all into it, and I really appreciated it. But, you know, when this time came and this pause happened, um, it really just kind of showed us, I think – where we wanted to go. And it, she didn't, like, it wasn't in the same direction. And she was going, doing some things, because we don't live in the same city. And she was doing things and, you know, exploring different avenues of spirituality that were, you know, separate from what we were doing here. And which is great. And I support everyone on their own journey. But I think we just evolved, we just evolved in different directions. And Um, I'm actually really grateful that we were able to let each other do that without feeling like hurt feelings or angry towards the other one because we never had any negative words. And then uh, right around Mercury retrograde, like I had been feeling like I need to just take this podcast over and this is mine. Like that's why this is pausing. That's why I'm feeling this lull. And (laughs) right as Mercury uh, went retrograde this summer, I think it was in cancer. I honestly can't remember, but yes, I think it was in cancer. Um, When it went retrograde, she called and was like, hey, I, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. And like, it's yours. It's your, like, you can have it. And (laughs) which is exactly what I knew was going to happen. And it's also what I was feeling. So that was awesome. And it was like a 20 minute conversation, which was like, cool. Okay. And I was like, great. And, you know, she had been paying for some different things and I said, well make sure I'll make sure to get your, you know, name off everything, your credit card off everything. And then okay, cool. And then that was it. And that was, like I said, this summer. And I had gotten a vision for this podcast. And I had heard the name I Speak Human. And I heard even the intro. It's like a podcast about navigating the human experience by way of the stars. I'm your host, intuitive astrologer, Akashic Record reader, and fellow human, Victoria Greer Stevens. Join me each week as we look to the stars to answer life's big questions. Who are we? Why are we here? And where are we going? This is I Speak Human. Like, guys, it channels like fucking that. So like I can do that intro without you. I don't even have it written down. Like so that's just in my head. And I heard it like that. And I was like, oh, damn, that's the podcast. And I got this whole like weird thing about how I was gonna be like a cosmic anthropologist, and I was gonna be like Jane Porter, and so like from Tarzan, and I was going to do the whole podcast around Jane Porter, and because like I'm a Leo Rising, so if I can make it a costume, it's gonna be a costume. So I was like, I'm gonna be Jane Porter, and I had like looked up all this. different like (laughs) Pinterest inspiration for Jane Porter photo shoots. By the way, not that many, not a great selection that we got going on. So if there's anybody that's inspired to do a Jane Porter photo shoot, I think it'd be bomb. Um, Yeah, just throwing that out there. Um, Anyway, (laughs) so I'm listening to this download coming through, trying to make this about Jane Porter. And then I just just knew what this was about. And I was like, oh, this is about – Like everything the intro says, like I want to help humans understand how to be humans and like how to do life because we're cosmic beings. And then we come here and we're in these earth suits and we're like, some of us have been here like a thousand times. Some of us have been here like a hundred times, which is not that many. And so we're like, what the hell do we do in this like meat suit that we have going on? And you know, different people are like, hey, I'll come over here and buy this. and Hey, I'll come over here and sell your soul over here and blah, blah, blah. Apparently, everybody's like a freaking auctioneer when they're trying to get you to like go to different belief systems. But <laughs> And so we come here and we're listening to all these different people and all these different opinions. And then we start becoming deconditioned or we start, I'm sorry, we start becoming conditioned to this 3d reality and this 3d reality is dense it's heavy it's solid when i say dense like i mean it is solid we aren't solid beings and scientists know this like we it's actually an illusion that anything is solid it's just everything being so close together i should fact check that make sure that that's completely accurate and i will i'm gonna monica myself Um, If you don't know, if you've ever listened to the Armchair Expert, Monica Padman uh, facts checks Dax Shepard on every episode, and I was like, man, I am Dax. Like, I need a Monica, and then my partner is totally a Monica, so um, I'm going to put fact checks throughout here, and I will fact check myself and make sure I'm right (laughs) and fact check myself uh, at some point, (laughs) but anyway... So, but we're these cosmic beings, and this is a really hard reality for us to be in, and we're looking for some sort of relief and also explanation. so like, what the hell are we even doing here and so that's when we we're just looking for some like semblance of order, right so we're like. Why are we even here? Well, most of us were taught religion growing up. Like, you're here because, you know, for me, God so loved the world that he gave his only begot... Oh, no, that's not why we're here. Sorry, take that back. I did awesome in Sunday school, guys. Um, But, like, I was taught, like, God wanted something to love, and he created humans so that he could experience love. Um, And, you know, and under the in the religion of Christianity and then continues and um, humans just kind of suck. And then he's like, sends a bunch of plagues, like fix humanity and (laughs) that doesn't work. Then he sends a flood and he's like, I'll just get rid of everybody and like start over. He's like, I'm going to unplug it and plug it back in. That's what I think that the great flood was. The first great unplug should Somebody should write a book on that too. Here I am giving out weird ideas right and left. So Jane Porter photo shoot and the first great unplug is the great flood. So go forth, prosper. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm taught this story that, you know, God's trying to wipe everybody out. And then he's like, oh, shit, that's kind of, they're all kind of, they're kind of cray. And I can't just keep killing them all. I think I'm going to like send somebody and save them. And then he is like, well, no better for the job. No better no better person for the job of saving humanity than me. So I will do it because we're all it's all God. It's all connected. So Jesus came down and he was his only son. And then, well, we treated him like shit. <laughs> and then we hung him on a cross and killed him. And then he resurrected. And that was like, that's that's God coming to save us, like save us from ourselves. And then there was also this thing about the Holy Spirit, which is kind of cool, and then this stuff came down, and then um, people started, like, speaking in tongues, and that was kind of cool, and then, like, Jesus was walking through walls, and, man, it was crazy. It was the best Matrix movie ever. Anyway, <laughs> you guys loved my story of Christianity. <laughs> um, I, I made that up myself, so I hope you enjoyed it because I thought it was pretty great. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> gosh I'm such a goober so that's what I was taught and from at least my perspective of that story I thought Jesus seemed pretty nice and I thought God seemed really nice I didn't really know who this whole asshole was in the old testament that was like flooding people and shit but I thought like this version of God seems pretty nice and it really didn't bother me that he like did all that shit and then changed that really didn't bother me it was like people change Well, he's God. Yeah, well, God changes. I don't know. I don't, I just have never really gotten to, I never got too hung up in those questions like I think a lot of people do. And let's be honest, that's right, wrong, and different. Like not saying that's the way you should be thinking. I'm just giving you my perspective because I'm the one with the microphone. So here's my perspective. You know, it just didn't really bother me. And then, but the thing that did bother me is that, there was a right religion. There was like a right way to approach reality or conceptualize reality. And I remember like thinking as a kid, I was like, how do you know that what I think is red is red? And how do I know that what you think is green is green? And this question like plagued me. And it even went over to like religion because I was like, how do I know that the God that I think is good is actually the same God that you see as good. Like what if they're the same? What if we're just calling them different things and like, does it matter if we're all calling it like, you know, as long as it's love and it's that same frequency, does it really matter what we're calling it? Of course I wasn't thinking that as a kid. I was thinking how do I know what you see as red is what I see as red (laughs) when I say red, um, by the way, I had my roommate in college also wondered the same thing. So, you know, that's what happens when you have planets in the 12th house. You wonder shit like this. So if you have planet, go look at your bird chart. If you have planets in the 12th house, then you probably asked this question as well. I'm sure other people do. Anyway, so, but that that bothered me. It bothered me that we were calling ourselves the right religion and that everybody else was doomed Um, And it really screwed with my head that, like, the Jews at one point had it right, and then, like, some of them got it right, like, kept going to the whole Jesus thing, and then some of them were just screwed. And my family, my dad's side of the family is of Jewish descent, so I was like, so were they just, like, screwed? And then my mom, she's the best. She's a Sagittarius. (laughs) And so she's like, no, no, they're good. Jews are good. And I was like, okay. And then, like, different people would die that we would, like, know wasn't a Christian. And my mom would be like, I feel like they got saved right as they died. They're in heaven. Like, she – this is – and if you're a Sagittarius or even a Pisces, you might kind of relate to this a little bit of, like, they can – or have a lot of Pisces or Sag energy. uh, They have just a high belief and trust in the universe and God. And and they also aren't real big on details. So, like, she could – like – she could fudge that and just be like, Yeah, no, Jews are Jews are in heaven, they gotta pass. Okay, where is that in the body? It doesn't matter to her. <laughs> she just was like, that's what she thinks because she conceptualizes this God as loving, and this loving God didn't damn all these people to hell. If she could find compassion for them, then she was like, then God could. And I don't think she ever said that to me, but that's the energy I felt growing up. And then also my dad died when eight days before I turned 13. No, that was weird. Uh, Eight days before I turned three, it was on December 13th. That's why I did that. Um, And, you know, I kind of feel like I got uh, a God pass in life because I was like, uh, I lost my dad at two. um, Well, basically, three. I lost my dad at three in a car accident that I was in. I get to decide how I see reality. Because none of the people around me had that experience. And I was like, okay, well, how do you put this in your concept of reality? Because, you know, good thing, you know, God is good. Okay, well, what about this thing? And so there was just a part of me that was just like, I don't think it's that black and white, I don't think it follows this linear pattern. And then also what happened pretty soon after my father passed is that he became my guide. Like he revealed himself to me and he actually revealed himself to my whole family in different ways along the way. And we could all smell his pipe tobacco. I think me and my brother talked about that on an episode a while back and he would reveal himself in dreams. But he was my guide. I mean, I called that voice God for so much of my life. But now I am I hear it. And it, it always sounded like my dad. I just thought, oh, my gosh, look how g- nice God is. He's talking like my dad. And I think that's also true. Like, And that's, and that's what happens when you grow up with a Sag parent. And you, maybe not. Like I have a pretty open-minded Sag parent who also has a lot of Scorpio energy. Um, and so I think she's a Libra rising too. So she doesn't really ever want to offend anybody. Um, but – you know, I I had this experience with my dad and he was with me my whole life. And I would see him as a kid and um, would talk to him always. I still do. And this, you know, as bad as it was, I was like, well, I mean, this is kind of nice. Like, this is cool. Like, I have this, like, eternal being as a parent who, like, talks to me all the time and guides me and, you know, tells me. Really loving, kind things. And honestly, at the time, I called that voice God and I conceptualized him as God. And I was like, man, God is so loving and kind. And so when people would say things uh, like about homosexuality and like, is that a sin? Or, or are they, you know, is it okay for them to get married? And I remember like hearing a uh, spirit voice, whatever I'm hearing, say, um, say, where there's love, I'm present. And that was the only answer. And I was like, oh, okay. So where there's love, you're present. Like, you don't care. And I didn't really go around and talking to like pastors about that and being like, well, this is what God said. Do you think that's okay? Because I just have this trust that that voice was truth. because I could feel it. I could feel it in every fiber of my being. And it didn't really matter to me what they said. And I think I also understood that like my conception of reality and God and spirit is really nobody's fucking business. And Everybody wants to make it their business. <laughs> they want you to conceive reality and perceive conceive. Well, yeah, that's right, too, because we do create our own reality. But they want you to perceive reality like they do because that makes them feel safe. And it's scary to think that we all have this different version of reality. But that's the truth. We all have our own unique perspectives of reality. So anyway, this is kind of my my thinking going into this podcast is like, I wanna explore this. I wanna explore all of these facets of reality. I wanna but I, I really wanna help people connect with their truest, highest self. And along this path along the way, and I'm now out of organized religion, but along that path I discovered really like as I was leaving, I like picked up astrology and I found it. And if I, I actually found a post from like five years ago and it was of me it was something I put on Facebook and I was mocking astrology and I was like, well if I ever thought astrology was crap, this is proof or something like that. So I mean it really wasn't that long ago that I I didn't like hate astrology. I just felt like like how I feel about kidney beans. I am not really into them. I don't really like the way they taste. I don't passionately hate them. If they're in my food every now and then, I'm cool. But I'm never going to be like, you know what? I would love for dinner a big plate of kidney beans. It's just not going to happen. So that is kind of how I felt about astrology. I'm just like not not into it. When I did find astrology, the first thing that I found out, which was very important to find out, is that I was not a Sagittarius. I, in fact, was a Capricorn. And my birthday is on a cusp, and a cusp is – I mean, what it sounds like, it's the it's the transition between two signs. So I am born on the cusp of a Sagittarius and a Capricorn. And in a lot of like astrology books or whatever, they would say I was a Sag. And then in a lot, they would say it was Capricorn. Well, it depends on what time of day I was born and also what year. Because sometimes the sun transitions into Capricorn on the 20th, the 21st, and the 22nd. So there's like three possible days. And... That's um yeah, so I never I didn't know what I was, and my mom was a Sag, and I remember thinking, like, we cannot be the same. And I would read about a Sagittarius, and I was like, it just doesn't sound like me. It's like kinda does, like there's pieces of it that I'm like, eh, okay. But overall, it just didn't really sound like me. I feel more like a sag now. But growing up, I definitely did not feel like a Sagittarius at all. Um so the first thing I learned was I'm a Capricorn. And that was a pretty big deal. And then I learned that I was a Leo rising and that Leo risings are naturally very dramatic and they're theatrical and they're very open hearted and they can be really stubborn and they need love and validation, a whole lot of love and validation. And they love loving people. They are pretty much the people in life that like throw a party for themselves, but they also want you to feel celebrated at that party. Um, and I think that's what, and I've actually, I remember, I think I said that one time in a group of people about like, that's how I saw celebrating myself was like, I'm going to throw a huge party for myself and everyone's invited. So everyone gets to benefit. And I mean, I could not have a better example of a Leo rising. Now, not every Leo rising is going to be like that, depending on all their placements, but that is one manifestation of a Leo rising. And I I really resonated with that. And then I found out I was a Libra moon, (laughs) which that is so true. And I also found out, and Libra moons were really balanced, were fair, and were so partner oriented. So we talked about that or a little bit earlier in the episode, like I really need partners. And the moon is about how you feel comforted and how you feel nurtured and how you feel safe. And Libra is all about partnership and balance and fairness. And they also want to see all sides of the coin um, or different perspectives, all sides, all 12 sides of a two-sided coin. They... Um, But they're all about balance and equality, and they're actually represented by the scales. And one of the funniest things is I have this brass scale set. I think it was my mom's. I don't know. My mom has, like, a lot of quirky, like, antique things that she used to collect, and I've, like, slowly gotten them over the years. Um, but it's literally the scales. It's the Libra scales, and I've always had it with me. Um, and she's a Libra rising, so it's kind of even funny that she acquired the scales. And then my mother, who's the Libra rising, which, by the way, your, the moon also represents your mother, um, is seen in the scales. And she, you know, I got those from her. So that's, a that's you know, astrology is funny like that. It manifests a lot. That energy will manifest in lots of different ways. So – but, yeah, so I had these scales, and I'm very like that. I, I really desire partnership, and I want things to be balanced and fair, and, like, I do like to hear all sides of an argument. And even, like, when I'm arguing points, I'll argue the opposite just because I feel like it needs to be represented, even if I don't agree with it um, because I think it's important to look at all sides of an argument. And then, in contrast to that, I have my midheaven and Aries, Which makes me very independent and very needing my freedom, and like I cannot work for another person. I work for a company right now where I teach; it's a studio. But I I have a lot of power and control over my schedule, over how I'm teaching, um, over what I wear to work. Um, I can get; it's pretty easy for me to get time off if I need to. Um, And it's an environment that it's, it's, it's ran by somebody who I think really values that. So anyway, but that's the only way I could work for any company. And I've always struggled working for different people because I'm really independent and I have to do things my own way and I'm a trailblazer and... So that you can imagine being combined with this need for partnership, that's kind of hard. It's difficult for me because I do really need partnership. But at the same time, I really am an independent, like at my core, I'm at this independent, fiery, passionate, freedom-loving human who needs partnership. And so I think just finding that balance of my life of like having partnership in some areas of my life and not all, areas of my life. So anyway, that all to say, so when I'm starting to learn these things about myself, I'm like, wow, this is, this is fascinating. It's really helpful. And it makes sense that I'm not one thing. Because like, for instance, the Enneagram, I've always loved the Enneagram and Myers-Briggs and even like disc and strength finders, like anything that will put shit in a category is like my bread and butter. I'm a Capricorn. So I'm like, I'm going to categorize the shit out of everything. And I have a stellium in Capricorn, which means I have three or more planets. So I have five planets in Capricorn. I have Uranus, I have Neptune, which is a little, it's a little fun having those in Capricorn. I have Uranus, I have Neptune, I have Saturn, I have my sun and I have Mercury. So, all in Capricorn in the sixth house. And my son and Uranus are conjunct. So I really like to categorize things. And Capricorns love that shit. So... I loved all like Myers-Briggs and Enneagram and just, okay, so I'll go through them all because now you're all like, well, what are you? You know what any of those are? Cause that's exactly what I would be doing. So on the Enneagram, I'm a three with a two wing and Myers-Briggs. I'm an INFJ and I don't, honestly, I can't remember my strengths. So sorry about that. And, uh, if you're into disc DI, so that's yay. Um, But all of those things that I just listed felt pretty limited Um, because I was like, yeah, I am like that sometimes. And then other times I'm, and I mean, if you're really deep into Myers or especially Enneagram, you can, you like, you can get there. And there's actually a lot of overlap I see in astrology and the Enneagram. So I'm not knocking the Enneagram at all. I think it's a super vital tool, but. I felt for me it didn't communicate all the nuances of my character and my sublim like all my subconscious and and astrology was just like this ultimate organization system that explained everything and explained what was going on currently in the like in the energy and how that was affecting to me affecting me. And I was like, oh my gosh. And not only showed me how everything was affecting me, but then showed me how I could, how I could, you know, use that energy to my benefit and how I could transform that energy um, and alchemize it into the life I wanted or I could become a victim to it. And just knowing, like, for instance, right now, I, we, this, it won't be when this comes out, but currently Mars is in retrograde and it has been set September 9th. And Mars is your energy. It's your vitality. And it also rules my midheaven. So I'm wiped. Like I have – this Mars retrograde has like sucked me dry. I'm a very energetic person. But it's just – yeah, it sucked me dry. And – that's one another reason why this podcast has been a really slow process is because I haven't had the energy. And I know a lot of you have felt that way. If it's just been this because first when Mars was in Aries, we all had a lot of energy. So that was kind of like August, and we were really impatient trying to get things going. But then, you know, I knew this was gonna happen because I'm an astrologer. As Mars retrograded and then began to square Saturn, there was a block to that energy and there was obstacles. And and then eventually, really for me, and I think everyone experienced it differently, but there was just a waning of my energy and desire and passion. And thank God Mars goes direct in three days. So that's going to start coming back. But it's been yeah, it's been really exhausting and draining. And I've tried to do what I've suggested to everyone else, which is to go slow and um, not push yourself and not expect yourself to get the amount of things done that you would normally get done. Like, I took three months to build my website, which if you haven't looked at it, go look at it. It's victoriagreerstevens.com linked in the show notes. And it's beautiful and I love it. But it took me so long but the thing is is that because mars was squaring saturn and this is this is true for everyone as mars is squaring saturn it was taking me a long time because it's something that's going to last and that's what saturn is saturn is about what is going to last and since this i'm going i'm completing my saturn return in just a little over a month and as long as Along with so many of you who were born in, I believe, 1988 to 1990 or end of 1990 or early 1991, um, we've all been going through our Saturn return and Saturn's about to enter Aquarius, which is if you're born, I believe, from 1991 to roughly end of 93, I believe, I will put the exact dates in the show notes um, because those, that's a rough guess. So I won't get too much more into Saturn returns because I am going to do an episode with my friend Samantha here coming up, but all of those planets are re- Those are in my, uh, house of daily work. And then my midheaven is in my ninth house, which is teaching expansion philosophy. And that's, um, That's what I do. And it's an Aries. So this squaring activity that was happening, it was setting me up to be doing things for the long run. So building a website I really loved, not just one, because my Mars, my Mars or because I'm an Aries ruled or I'm a Mars ruled midheaven, my Aries is like, just just get a website done. Just put pictures up. Just go do this. Just go do this. But I really wanted something that was gonna last. And I didn't want to build another website that it was just gonna work. I really wanted to build a beautiful website. And so I did. And I spent a long time on it and the pictures are beautiful and I worked with a really lovely Caleb sister who's a beautifully talented photographer and she really understands because she's a healer herself. She's a Reiki practitioner um, and intuitive and also has a podcast and healer and so many other things um, and photographer. And she really understood how to capture the essence of, I'll also link her information in the show notes because if anybody needs any work done in this area or close by, yeah, she's phenomenal. So I'll link her information below. Um, Her name's Megan Golaski, but she did my photos and they were really aligned and with who I was and the energy that I'm currently in and wanted to emulate. And so Yeah, but this was a slow process. And then the podcast has also been a slow process because it's something that I want to last. And she actually took the cover for the podcast. She took that photo. And it's not something that I just want to do because this is fun. Like I want to show up for you guys week after week and bring you consistent shows. I want to bring you consistent teaching and – Consistent interviews, and I knew I didn't have the capacity before now. And even now, I'm recording, but I'm not releasing these for a little bit of time because I want to record a few episodes so that I have a, a reservoir to, to, to draw from as I'm continuing to record and create content um, because I really want. To support you guys through this time. And I think that we're on the cusp of a complete transformation, revolution, evolution in human consciousness and who we are and where we're going and our government and our structures and our religion. I think we're on the precipice of massive change. And I don't have the answers. Hopefully, I'll have some answers. But I want you guys to be as equipped as possible to bring what your piece of that evolution is. Because we need every single one of you in alignment with your highest self, living your highest self, being lit up, facing your shit, facing your shadows so that we can evolve through this energy and this is a really 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 heavy old energy Capricorn is traditions it's the patriarchy it's the system it's the government it's politics it's religion and it's it's religious religion it's and the, some of that's beautiful, but some of it is really, and a lot of it, is really outdated. It's not addressing who we are as a species. It's, it's drawing lines and divisions, and Capricorn loves their walls. So it's the building of walls. And Aquarius, which Saturn and Jupiter are entering in December, and we will talk so much more about that. Aquarius is the sign of revolution, and it is society, and it's also a Saturn-ruled sign. So Aquarius, I don't believe that Aquarius is the fuck the system, a little bit. Okay, I take that back. They're a little fuck the system, (laughs) but they really want to transform the system. So as Saturn is going into these planets, I'm so sorry, as Saturn and Jupiter are going into the sign of Aquarius – We are going to have revolutionary ideas and technology and how we are conceptualizing ourselves as humans. And if you have a lot of Aquarius in your chart, this is probably a time you're really going to shine and feel, well, maybe not shine. I don't know what your chart looks like, but it will be a time where a dynamic time for you of change and movement and healing and for all of us as well. So I'm really excited about 2021. And I know 2020 has been a really, really tough year for so many people. And I don't pretend to understand the depths of what that has felt like for so many of us. But I do think it's time for us to start creating new structures and new. And that doesn't mean that we're done with the healing. That doesn't mean that we're done with even things coming out and, you know, looking at our own privilege, looking at these. No, actually that's complete opposite. That's exactly what we are doing. We are looking at these broken systems and seeing how these, Systems are keeping certain people oppressed. They're not benefiting all of us. And But Aquarius isn't just here to knock them down. It's here to say, what's what are we going to put in its place? Because if you just knock a system down, then there's chaos. You have to be able to put another system in place. And Aquarius is looking for the best system to benefit mass society. So we're seeing a huge shift between a very... Capricorn president here in the U.S. to a more Aquarian president. Now, neither one of them necessarily have those prominent placements in their chart, but I'm talking about the overall energy of consumerism, of capitalism, of patriarchal of tradition of make America great meaning make America great like when it was beneficial to a small select group of privileged white straight men like that was that's that is the toxic elements of that Saturnian Capricorn energy versus Aquarian which is more it's still society It's still the systems because it's still a Saturn rule sign, but it's a lot more progressive and it's forward thinking and it's innovative and doesn't give a shit about a book that was written 2000 years ago that says that has been interpreted and written way more than 2000 years ago, but has been interpreted and reinterpreted so many times and is now just a cultural has sometimes just used as like a cultural hammer to beat certain things into the ground Aquarians' energy doesn't give a shit about that. And they're like, no, what's going to benefit us now? So that's the energy we're all moving into. And a lot of these systems, these even organized religion, we're going to start seeing some of the crumbling. And I don't mean that it's, it's going to go away altogether, but there's going to be reform. And leaders are going to be held accountable for what they're saying to people and what they're doing. And there's going to be a shift from leader-focused to community-focused, and we're going to start seeing our own power so much more. And I don't want to demonize these systems. I'm a Capricorn. I love the systems. I love the systems. I don't want to demonize them, but I do see that it's time for them to be reformed. And that if we keep, if we're honoring and loving the system more than we're honoring and loving each other, then we are going down a dark, dark path because the system has nothing to offer us. Humans have everything to offer us. So that's what I want to do in this podcast. I speak human. It's I want it to be a podcast about humans for humans. And we're going to be talking about really human topics. We're going to be talking about health, sex, Money, relationships, even, you know, just how to enjoy pleasure and the five senses and how to get more into your body. And and we're also gonna be talking about more spiritual practice, the the chakras. We're gonna be talking about moving bot your body and moving energy. We're gonna be talking about systems like human design. I'm recording a series with a human design reader coming up, and I'm really excited to get that out to you guys. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking a ton about astrology because astrology is the blueprint of your soul. It's the blueprint of who you were when you came into this reality before conditioning kicked in. Before you were told what to do, you were just this pure being of light who emulated your chart so beautifully and we're also now growing into our charts. So there's higher vibration. We're still in our charts. We're still living them. We can't we're not escaping that. But it's are we living in a lower vibration of our charts or a higher vibration of our charts and how do we use that energy and it's 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 really it's a code. It's a code to better understand how to use this energy of the cosmos to live at our highest level, and there's so many other systems too that I'm ho- I hope to get into, at least to some extent, such as we've already talked about human design, but also gene keys and that system that is about unlocking the codons in our body, the chromosomes in our body, bi- and like activating our genes to live at our optimum level and it's based in human design which has a lot of basis in astrology and as well as the I Ching and um the Kabbalah's tree of life and the chakra system that's in human design and then Gene Keys is based on that and I'm definitely not an expert in either of those but I will refer to those sometimes along the way because I see them as even more evolved systems Maybe not more. Well, no, they are. They're more evolved systems of astrology, um, but they're they're not. It's not something that you read about and you learn and that's it. it. This these are places of activation. So this is all ways to activate your chart. So activate, and that's true for astrology too. And I think that really astrology, gene keys, human design, they're all doing that. They're all activating these points inside of us. So. What I, so we're going to, yeah, we're going to get into that stuff and I'm really today and I'm going to, the next thing I'm going to record is I'm going to record all about how to read your chart. So that's going to be the next episode. How understanding the difference in the house system, so whole sign, house, placidus, uh, all that jazz, equal housing, and why, what I use, why I use it. I'm going to talk to you guys about how to read your chart, where to go, the websites that I like to use, how to use those websites. We're also going to break down all the parts of your chart. So we're going to look at what's your rising sign, what's your sun, what's your moon, what's your mercury. We're going to go through all of them. We're going to go through um, – why they're important, and um, how to find them in your chart. And I'm also going to be creating a YouTube video that will show you so you can actually visually see what's going on. So I'll be doing that as well, which I'm really excited about. And then we're also going to go into the signs and the modalities in this next episode. So that's what we have coming up. So what I'm wanting to do and create here is really create a Course on astrology that you can access and go through. And I'm going to have this very much labeled so that you can go through and find it down the line of, okay, you know, I want to look at. What was Mercury again? Oh, yeah. She has an episode all about Mercury. Let me go listen to that. Let me go, you know, and I'm going to still make it fun and conversational um, because this isn't a school, but I do want to teach you guys. And I, because, you know, and even in this episode, I've thrown out some, you know, some words and things and. Oh, I'm Capricorn in this house and da-da-da-da-da. And some of you might be tracking and might be like, okay, cool. I'm kind of tracking. And some of you may be like, what the hell is she talking about? And astrology is a language. So the more you listen to a language, the more you're going to pick up on it. So I will be doing some of that because I think it's helpful. Um, So my suggestion for you is like if you hear something that you don't know about, write it down. Look it up. So figure out where that is in your chart. Um, But I also want to create videos that are teaching you the step-by-step process of videos and podcast episodes. That's what we're doing here. Um, Episodes of, I guess I'm really supposed to be making some videos, guys. So maybe that'll happen too. That's come out a few times now. Um, But really understanding how to read your chart. Um, Yeah, so I hope you guys are as excited as I am about this Next part of our journey together. Um, If you are into this, I hope you are. I hope, please like. Um, Right. no, not like I used to do this all the time, rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, share it, share it, share it, share it, share it. That is how this podcast will grow. That's how I'm going to be able to get different guests on. That's how I'm going to be able to really put more time and energy into this podcast is by spreading it, getting it into the hands of people that, um, yeah, so that it can help. That's how, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. So do that. And um, if you have any questions, please, please, please DM me. Um, I respond to everyone that DMs me. If you ask me about your chart, I probably will give you more of an answer than you were hoping for. I have DMed people back and forth, like, and done full, like, little mini readings for them. Um, And I'm not promising you I'm going to do that because I'm doing that less and less, but you know, you never know. So you might catch me on a, on a day where I'm like, yeah, I really want to answer that question, dive in, but I'll always respond and I'll always give you the resource, um, and where to look. And if you want to book a reading with me, please, please do that. It's so fun. Um, I really love giving readings for people. It's it's always just this really cool journey for me too, and I just feel so honored to get to read all your charts because your charts are awesome. And I have, um, you know, several of my clients from listening to the Generator podcast, and yeah, it's been cool because I just feel like they're becoming family to me and friends to me as well as clients. So it's just fun to get to like meet people and learn about you guys and serve you and. You know, help you live the highest form of yourself. And yeah, so that's that. There's going to be a link in the show notes for that as well how to book a session. Um, I also do these really cool things, um, mini readings, and they're $27. And you can book, and what you can do is you can just send in two or three questions that you have for me um, that you want me to look at in your chart. And then within 24 hours, I'll send you back a 10 minute recorded audio answering your questions and probably a lot more and going into different highlights that I see in your chart. I've done a few of these now and people are really loving them. And I think that they feel like it's it's a it's a lot of bang for your buck. And you think like ah 10 minutes, two or three questions, what am I gonna find out? A lot because I talk really fast. And I love this. So I'm not stingy about giving information. I will pack as much as I possibly can in that 10 minutes, and especially because we're not talking back and forth and you're just getting this recording. It's it's kind of a cool way to just try out astrology and see what you think. It's 27 bucks. Why the hell not? Um, and then also I have 75-minute readings and – I also do Akashic Records readings, so I'm going to get into that more on this podcast down the line. But Akashic Records readings, they are, it's me tapping into your records that contain all your information of all the lives you've ever lived and all the lives you're ever going to live and all the knowledge that you've ever experienced. And we're, we're tapping into your higher self to get information and guidance and your team of guides. Um, for how to live your day-to-day and things you need to know. And and you can ask questions from like, how do I cultivate more creativity in my life? Of Like where am I currently blocking myself to how many lives have I had? Are there any significant lifetimes that you want to show me to let's, maybe you want to connect with your guides. Maybe you've never done that. And you, I've gotten some really cool ones of people connecting with different guides that they didn't know were around them and like really, really cool stories for that. And it's yeah. It's I know it sounds a little woo woo, a little out there, but you know, give it a shot, try it, see what you think. Don't knock until you try it. That's what I always say. I think as of now. Um, and then also, I want I don't talk about this very often, but I do something called intuitive branding. So, what intuitive branding is? I really want to start talking more about this because I think in this time where so many of us we're taking our power back and we're taking our independence back. And I think a lot of us are launching businesses and stepping away from working for other people and stepping into our passions. And um, a lot of times people get stuck on the branding. You know, they're just starting out. They don't really know what they want to do. Maybe they're doing it themselves. Um, And you can get really caught in the sea of do this way, you know, try this. But I think, hey – why don't you see what your higher self has to say? Because your higher self already knows what your brand looks like. They know what you need to do. They know how you need to organize your schedule. They know your colors. They know your font. They know like, you know, I've had people come to me and they don't even know what they, you know, they maybe they want to share about health, but they don't know how. They want to do that in a blog, in a podcast, maybe on social media. Um, do they want to write a book, you know, and come in we're able, we go in, we tap into your higher self, and I take you through a meditative process, and we slowly bring all that up. And I've never worked with anyone that didn't get their stuff. Like, it's amazing. They'll they'll see the colors, they see the brand, and it's not... And 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 so many times a lot a lot of emotions because they're seeing this version of themselves they're seeing this brand and then they're able to bring it to fruition and sometimes you know we ask questions about like how many hours a day do you need to be working on this because you know society will say you need to be working this amount of time a day. But if that's not an alignment for you, that's not going to flow. And if you spend eight hours a day trying to push your business, but it's not an alignment for you right now at that moment and your higher self's really like, no, I need to be doing two. That eight hours, you're really not going to get as much done than if you would have just done the two and listened to yourself. So that's what I'm really wanting to do is we tap in and we figure out what is your higher self saying about your business. And because I have a background in branding, because I have started different projects of my own and helped other people do that, I know the questions to ask to get that. I know what you need to know to launch this business and then, or this project. And then we come up with a plan. And if you've purchased a package from me, then we're also going to go and look in to the planetary hours and the planetary days. And we're going to create a schedule based on that because when you work with the energy of the day, so for instance, like today's a Mars day, Tuesday, like there's a, you can get a lot done on a Tuesday versus um, like a Monday, you're going to get a lot less done because you're going to maybe move a lot slower um, because that's the moon's day and it's about healing and reflection. So It's a really, I think it's so beneficial. And then we go in and can actually look at the hours of the day and what planet is ruling them, and figure out like when to schedule your client meetings, when to schedule your designing, or really important things. And we can get as detailed as that, and or as vague as you want. And also, basing I look at your human design, I look at your chart, and we figure out like what's going to work best for your organization system for your design. And it's really cool. You're getting like a – it's like a branding boot camp, spiritual boot camp. And you can do a package of three sessions or you can do a single session and you're going to get – if, you know, this is a project, I'd say, hey, just do a session. Like if you're trying to launch a blog, let's do a session. You probably don't need a whole package. If you're trying to launch, you know, a bigger business or you're trying to launch several things, yeah, let's maybe like – book a package or buy a package and then let's really dive in and create a good, solid business plan based on your design and your intuition. So the links for all of that are in the show notes. And if you have any questions or um, not really sure which one you want to do, book a discovery call. Um, They're free. They're 10 minutes and we can chat because I'm not about like selling you uh, a branding package, for instance, and uh, getting in there and be like, oh, this really isn't right for you. Like you're really not this. This really isn't what you need right now, uh, but you're already paid for it. So I guess we're just going to keep going through the motions. No, we're not going to do that. I want to meet with you ahead of time and like tell you, hey, yeah, I can help you or no, I actually don't feel like I think you've got a lot of great things going on and maybe I can suggest this person or a few tips, but yeah, maybe maybe I'm not the right fit for you, and that's cool. So do that. Yeah, if you're if you got a passion project or there's something or you wanted to launch a business and you're you're stuck, you don't know how. You any place like I'm I'm a also a life coach, so I can help you wherever you're at. Um, and guess what? Your higher self can really help you wherever you're at, and I can help you tap into that. So yeah, so any of those sound interesting to you? Book one or book a discovery call if you want more information. And if you aren't already following us or following me <laughs> on Instagram, it is the it is I Speak Human, the podcast. Um, and then also you can follow my personal page, which is at victoriagstevens.com. And guys, we got through it. <laughs> this is the first episode of season two. And thank you guys so much for being along for this journey. And if you're new, you're just tuning in, welcome. Really excited to have you here. DM me, reach out, say hey. And um, I hope you have an amazing week wherever you're at, whenever you're listening to this. And you are light. You are love. And remember that above all else, you are worthy of everything you desire. You can trust yourself and it's going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. Love you guys.